Hello, and welcome to the Successful CEO Podcast. I am Carissa Lynn, the founder of the million dollar product company, Crushed Aftercare Incorporated, and a multi six figure business coach to female entrepreneurs all over the globe. Every week, I'm going to be bringing you a new podcast episode with a mix of solo recordings that will help you to scale to your own million dollar and beyond business along with interviewing incredible guest experts who have created mind-blowing results in their business too. Are you ready to become a wildly successful CEO yourself? Let's dive in. Oh my goodness. Welcome to the very first podcast episode of the Successful CEO I am Krista Lynn, owner, CEO of Crushed Aftercare Incorporated, where we make natural vegan aftercare products for beauty businesses all over the world. I'm also a multi six figure business coach who just thrives off of leading and guiding women entrepreneurs all over the globe to create their own successful businesses, to scale to their six figures and their multi six figures and I'm just excited to get the word out to help all of my listeners, to help you, to help all of these like incredible women who, who are wanting to make a massive impact, who are wanting to, you know, go global, to create a life of freedom and to have this life where there's so much flexibility and where they get to do whatever they want, have whatever they want. Like, this is the life that I've created and I want you to have the same. And this podcast is definitely going to be the space to come to, to listen, to binge, to absorb and and watch if you're watching the videos, all the business trainings and the life stories and the epiphanies and the challenges. Cause like, let me tell you, this journey has not been freaking easy. Um, and this is going to be the space for you to be seen and to, you know, grow and evolve and get, you know, different pieces of wisdom and knowledge from my own story, but also I'm going to be bringing on other successful CEOs so that we can learn their wisdom, their way of doing business, you know, what they've been through themselves and how they've fallen and how they've risen. And it's going to be, you know, different things like topics such as, you know, mindset, spirituality, soul work, magic, working with the power of the universe, inner work, healing, like nervous system regulation, strategy, funnels, marketing, sales, um, being a successful business coach, how to scale an online business. Like there is going to be so much value in these podcast episodes that like, you're never going to want to leave. And you're going to be like, Carissa, <laughs> what is the next one? What is the e- next episode launching, dropping? And, you know, my intention for this podcast is that there will be weekly drops. So get excited, get ready for it. And you'll probably come DM me on Instagram and be like, can we get some more, please? So I'm excited. It's going to be a blend of solo episodes and interviewing the the guest experts, which I'm very excited to do. So let's dive in to episode one. And this is my story. And there's going to be two parts to this, but I'm just going to break it down. So you understand, you know, where I came from and what I had to do to get to where I am today, being a CEO of a product business, which has, by the way, scaled to over a million dollars in sales 
and um, has multi six figure years. My coaching business as well is a multi six figure business having six figure years, which of course I'm going to be scaling and continuing to grow year after year. And this is something that we're going to talk about so that you too in your business can continue to scale year after year after year. Okay, so let's begin. Let's begin. Like, who am I? And how did this all begin? And this story really is, it's crazy. I'm going to have a sip of my tea. If you guys don't know yet, I am a tea lover. Every morning I have to have my tea. This is a mug for my son at Christmas. You guys who are listening, you can't see this, but it says, I don't give a sip. <laughs> and it's so not on brand. It's so not on brand. It's like blue. It has some pink writing, but like, I don't even care because actually I don't give a sip because it's from my son. And it means so much. Like when I go to drink from it, it's just like, there was so, you know, much meaning and intention when he went to buy this. And I know he thought, oh, my mommy would think this is funny. And he was so excited on Christmas morning when I opened it up. He's like, open it, open it. <laughs> and he couldn't wait for me to read what it said. So, you know, it's just like, I love it. I love it. Okay, so let's dive in. Oh my gosh, how do we even begin? Where do we even begin? Well, let's rewind seven years ago. And yes, I said seven years. And what you're going to notice on this podcast is like, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm not going to tell you that this journey is easy. I'm not going to say that it doesn't take time. I'm not going to say that it's going to happen overnight. You know, like there are moments where you're going to quantum leap. There are moments where you're going to collapse time. Absolutely. There are moves you can make. There, There's ways of being where suddenly it's like, boom, something can just come into your world. Money can just come into your account. Like there is the magic part, but there is a lot of freaking work to get to this point. And I think there's like a lot of entrepreneurs out there who just expect it to happen overnight, who just think that, it's just, it just should happen in a few months or within the year and they get frustrated and they give up or they get frustrated and they're just like, what is wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. It's just like these things, the things that we truly want, the big things, it takes time. You know how they say like, what's that saying? Where it's just like, you know, good things. Oh, what is it? Like good things take time, you know? And it's true. It's like, it is going to feel like snap of the finger. How did I get here? Like, how did this even happen? It will. But if you really look back is those like everyday small moves is the everyday intentional moves, the micro moves that lead to the massive things. And you'll go, how did I get here? <laughs> like, how did this even happen? And then you remind yourself of that's right. I was dedicated. I was committed. I did the work. I showed up. I didn't give up. Like you can't fail in your business unless you actually just like step back and give up. And even then, don't even look at that as a failure if you do. It's like maybe it's not the right path or maybe you're being meant to be led down a whole different path. Okay, I went on a little tangent there. <laughs> I let soul speak. I let spirit come through me. And you may find this in the episodes where, you know, I have a plan on what I'm going to talk about, but then like spirit my soul, my higher self is going to be like, Carissa, they need to hear this part too. And I may go on a little riff or a little tangent and then bring it back to the main concept. So seven years ago, I was a kindergarten teacher. Okay. So I went from a full-time kindergarten teacher in London, Ontario, Canada, you know, had like the dream job. Everybody wants to be a teacher because you get your benefits, you get your pension, you get your summers off, you know, your weekends off. And, um, I had it, I had the contract, which was really hard to get into at the time. 
And I had a daughter and a son. Okay. Seven years ago, two children. My husband was working full time at the local jail. And after I'd given birth to my son, I remember lying in bed one night and I was thinking about the kids in my kindergarten classroom. And I was like, these poor kids, there's, there was, you know, a couple kids who they'd never had a healthy snack option. And so when it came time to eating our healthy morning snack, they had chips and cookies. And so they would come up to me and say, I don't have Miss Skinner, Miss Skinner. I don't have a, a healthy snack option. And so I'd often say, okay, well, I have an apple. I have a banana to grab something from my own lunch to help them. And as I was lying in bed this one night, I'm remembering this and thinking about this with my, with my class. Now I was on mat leave. So I wasn't actually teaching in the classroom at that time. I was at home with my new baby, but it was really breaking my heart. And I thought, you know, there's gotta be a way where they don't have to come up to me and I don't have to give them my, you know, fruit for my lunch, which could be embarrassing for them. And I thought, you know, it'd be so nice if I had this fruit basket available for them to grab and any kid could grab it, you know, like having more equality in the class where it's just like, you know, there's not that stigma around the kids who had to come over and ask for that. It's like, it's available to anyone and everyone. And then I was like, well, how do I do this? And no word of a lie, no word of a lie. I heard this voice come through me, which I know is my higher self. I know it was my intuition. I know it was soul led and God led and universe led, whatever you want to believe in. It was a higher divine source and power. And it said to me, make lip balms. And I was like, make lip balms. I've never made lip balms in my whole entire life. Like, what is this? How do you even do it? Like, where do you even begin? I don't know how to do this. Like what ingredients, what product, how do we get the labels? How do we get the container? Like there's all these millions of thoughts running through my head. But what I knew in that moment was I was freaking excited. I started to see the potentiality of what could be. I started to see like, I could make these lip balms and sell them to just friends and family and like to local people in London. And then I'm just putting on lip gloss. If you're listening, I'm just putting that on if I sound funny. Um, and then I could use a part of, you know, that money coming in and buy apples, buy apples for my class. You know, those are long lasting. We don't want to get peaches or, or bananas or whatnot. They'll just, you know, go bad easily. So I started doing that and I called it fruit for kindy kids. And that is how it began. And actually it's kind of funny that the hit was the lip balm, but, um, I ended up starting off with bath bombs and that's a little bit of a, a side story as well. Um, but I had that thought that one day and I didn't act on it instantly, but what I knew is I was so excited. I could barely even sleep. And then of course, motherhood and, you know, all the day to day life things get in the way and you kind of like, forget about that exciting idea. And I think too, is just like, well, how do I begin? Where do I begin? And that kind of like held me back for, for a few months until one day I saw a post on Facebook and it was a post about a woman who her friend was selling these bath bombs and her friend was doing incredible. She's making all this extra money from these bath bombs. And it stopped me in my tracks as I was scrolling on Facebook. And I thought to myself, actually, those don't even look that good. <laughs> I could do better. I could make these bath bombs look beautiful. And if she's making this extra money, well, I could do that too. And, you know, I also did want extra money for a family. I also did want, you know, to bring in 
more income so we could afford to go on trips and, and stuff like that. So that excited me. And then it reminded me of, oh yeah, remember a few months ago, you had this hit to make these lip balms. And so right away, I came up with a name, like boom, within a second, a name dropped in. It was called Crushed with Love. Crushed, I thought of, well, when I was going to make the bath bombs, there's going to be crushed little petals on top and then made with love. And I remember I sent my husband, Andrew, a, a text message and told him about my idea. And I thought he's going to think I'm crazy. And so I sent it off to him. And in fact, you know, a lot of my close friends too, when I ended up launching this, I, I created my own little logo. I believe I did this on, I can't remember, maybe it was Canva. And then I posted it on Facebook. I researched how to make bath bombs. I ordered the ingredients from a local soap store. And I remember being up in our bathroom and I was like trying to figure out how to make these bath bombs. And they were super cute. I took a photo and I look back and these photos are horrendous. They're horrendous. But I was so excited at the time. And then I went to hit post and my hands were shaking. My heart was beating so fast. And I was nervous. I was nervous to think, what would the world think? Who, like, who, who does she think she is? Where did this come from? And when I had actually posted, it didn't go through the first time. I was like, oh, is this a sign? And I was determined though. I was determined. I wasn't going to let this set me back. And so finally it did. It posted. And I remember my friends at the time were like, where is this coming from? Like, what? You just had a baby and now you're launching this business, this, you know, hobby in quotes, because at first it was a hobby. And, you know, there were some judgments, there was some, you know, a bit of backlash on, oh, really, you're doing this, you have a new baby, like, where do you find the time and stuff like that, that happened at the beginning. And then there's other people who, who were very supportive, and they would buy my product and, and share and say, look at what my friend Carissa has started. And so this is something I want to tap into. And, and I'm sure I'll do an episode around this where it's like, some of the people who you think are going to share and be excited and celebrate, you know, as you start this business or as you're growing your business and you're having all these wins may not be the people that actually do that. And so along the way, there's going to be, as you grow and as you become even more successful, more successful, there will be, unfortunately, a shift in who you hang around with, a shift in your friendships, a shift in, you know, your family dynamics. This is going to happen. So I definitely have to do a topic um, podcast topic episode on this, because, you know, we need to be prepared as entrepreneurs and we need to be able to be in our power and hold tight to our vision and our mission because these external validations and these external pressures or external influences can have an impact, can influence you. So we'll definitely do an episode on that. And so I posted about these bath bombs and let's make a long story short, because this could be like a three hour episode. Um, people started buying them. I, I put my bath bombs, I started making soaps, I started making lip balms, I put them in local boutique stores. I started doing some market shows where I'd show up and have this beautiful display and, you know, be in the show with other people who are doing markets, other small businesses that were local. So the snowball started to really grow is the snowball effect. Um, 
And then this is where the magic really happens. This is where it's like, how did you go from a kindergarten teacher to having this big, you know, million dollar product business where you now make aftercare for beauty businesses all over the world? Like, where's this connection of these small bath bombs that you made in your bathroom? (laughs) Like, how does this even happen? And this is where I believe in divine intervention. And this happens so much, has happened so much along my journey. And it's just like, let's be aware and let's pay attention to our intuition, to the signs that universe is giving us to, you know, the, I like to call them like earth angel messengers. It's like, you know, people that we have interactions with or that cross our path that then put us on our aligned path. Those I like to call earth angel messengers because they're literally like your angels that were coming down here to be like, get back on this path. This is where you're supposed to be. And it's like this synchronicity, right? This, this coincidence or this divine intervention that happens when certain people or certain doorways and pathways open up. So I was getting my lashes done by a local lash artist. And, you know, those like fake lash extensions. And as I was getting them done, we were talking about my business. And she's like, well, I was doing really well. You know, the soaps, the bath bombs, the lip bombs. And she's like, but do you make a product for microblading? Because she started getting into microblading, which is like the permanent tattoo on your eyebrows. I was like, what is microblading? Like, I had no idea. But at this time, too, I was really starting to read uh, business, you know, mindset, growth, books. I was listening to the podcasts by very successful business people. And I remember a quote that was like, um, basically, like, you'll move mountains for the thing that you want or everything is figure outable. And so even though I didn't know what make microblading was and I didn't know how to make an aftercare for this bomb. I I didn't say no. And this quote was like, don't say no, say yes, and then figure it out. And I had remembered this quote from, you know, my business um, learning that I was doing on my own time. And so I said, well, I've never made it before, but I'll go and I'll research and see. And yeah, definitely I can make you that aftercare bomb. And so I went right to the computer when I got home and I was Googling, what is microblading? You know, what are the healing aspects of it and the ingredients that would really foster the healing process and all of that. And I created this aftercare bomb for this microblading artist. And from there, you know, this is the divine intervention. She posted about it. Other businesses saw, and then a massive Canadian company in this PMU permanent makeup industry saw this post and reached out to me to start making aftercare for them. And from there on, it just skyrocketed. Other people saw me. I was tagged. We started, you know, making for companies in the USA, then overseas, bigger companies, more companies in Canada, massive influencers. And it continued to scale to the point where I actually have left my full-time teaching job. We were home base for the first, oh, I would say five years. So this has been seven years in the making. So the first five years was, you know, and I had another baby. So I have three kids. I had another baby along the journey and it scaled to the point where, yes, I left my teaching job and we eventually moved. And I say we, because there's a very exciting part to this journey and story is we moved out of the home, moved into a production space, which is another divine intervention story, but it's perfect. It's five minutes up the road. 
And it's, uh, yeah, it's very close by and it's like exactly what we wanted and needed. And we moved into there two years ago. So now we have a full on production space. We're out of the home. The business is now incorporated, is now called Crushed Aftercare Incorporated. And my husband, I was able to retire him in September. I left full on my teaching job in September and I retired my husband. So we're going to dive into episode two into part two. What has happened since then? How on earth did that happen? And where are we going now? I will see you on the next episode. I love you. Make sure to subscribe, to like, to share this podcast with anyone that you think would benefit from learning about other wildly successful CEOs and how they too can start to scale their business to have that wild success too. I will see you on the next episode.